Blog Talk Radio. For you guys out there in the studio, Miss Sherry Lasky. How hey. we how we doing there, lady? Hey Bobby, how you doing? Huh? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear it. I hear it going on. Okay, okay. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. You're Happy doing fine? New Year. Happy New Year for everybody. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> we're just kind of like doing some things right here, and we're just uh, it's all good. They say all good in the neighborhood. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So. Now that we're back over here, there go somewhere coming from somewhere. I don't know where it's coming from, but I'm gonna find it. But anyway, now that uh, it is now 2021. Okay. Hold on. We got two. Okay. Okay, now here you go. All right, now All I'm right. right, ready to go, y'all. A little technical difficulty. Getting a little rusty. A little, yeah, right, rusty on top of it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, how was your New Year's and Christmas? Oh, wee. Um, let's see. I didn't do anything. Number one, I don't, I don't really do much for Christmas other than go by and see my parents. Now my son is eighteen, nineteen, so it's just like. Boy, bye. We ain't got time for all that mess. Yeah. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like me. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I really didn't do much Christmas Day. Matter of fact, I don't even remember what I did. I may have cleaned up the house or something like that. Um, you kind of stayed by yourself? Yeah, pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. stayed to myself. Went by my mom and dad's house Christmas Day, sat and talked to them. And that was like less than 30 minutes and went on back to my cave and... Became a hermit, huh? Yeah, hermit. Hermitized and, you know, just some. To clean and straighten up. Did, redid a whole closet. Cleaned out a whole closet. Oh, you were in a cleaning about, mode, huh? Well, not, I was just like, okay, you know, you, you know, you could have cleaned that back in March. That kind of thing. Yeah. So, Troy, you know, I'm gonna catch up. You I, know. I, I, I somewhere I, I did the garage. I, you I, really I ordered, cleaned yeah, up? Yeah, did huh? the garage. I did a closet. Um, rearranged. You know, the living room is always a struggle for me because it's just like my cave. I'm always there. What you mean? Spot. You just got stuff all in the living room? Well, no, I just like, I'm a, I sit on the couch in one little section on the couch and everything just kind of, you clean it up and it just kind of grows and expands back out, you know. So mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> Once yeah. you clean it up, huh? Right, right. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. So that and did some work out in the yard, got some 
plant, starter plant started, you know, just little projects mm-hmm. that I need to get ready for um the new for, year. Yeah, huh? for twenty twenty one. This 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 phase of life, you know. Yeah. It's it's hard because it's not it's not like a new year for me because for me the year doesn't start until March. It just feels like I was just thinking to myself. Really? Yeah, because I was so I was looking January for, February is not nothing for oh you. Oh God, huh? I'm waiting on March. March is when all this stuff started for me. Okay. And so I'm just waiting for March because waiting for the weather to like, change. Just COVID for me. COVID started. March 2019 mm-hmm. and that's when everything just start like what the what what this is all biblical I'm just convinced mm-hmm. but it was just like okay so yeah mm-hmm. and I'm and I just lost 2020 is like a blur really it's for me personally it's a blur it is really well, a blur we lost a lot of people in 2020 so a yeah lot of Americans passed away due to COVID uh, life as we once knew it knew it changed we had an election we had a black lives matter with george floyd and you know it was a lot was going on last year right so much happening policing you know shooting people yeah all all of those things all of those things were taking place right here in the united states and right now they've got as far as covid is concerned California's on lockdown. Oh, God. California got so much stuff mm-hmm. going on. Those big, huge cities, California. I wonder how New York is doing in the recovery process. Oh, um, wow. Well, slow like everybody else, but I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. They, mm-hmm. Their numbers are bad, just like everybody else. So, yeah. I just know Tulsa, Oklahoma is just hot, just a hot it's- basket of mess you know it is crazy crazy they ran out i think ran out of a patient 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 beds and stuff i I mean this is what's so crazy i have a friend of mine living in vegas you you know vicky yeah she she had to go to the emergency room for really bad migraine she's like sherry i gotta get out of here they got people out in in tents on the in the parking lot in vegas and this is just this past week but so many people were traveling to vegas and i'm like what the heck people just why are you still going right so when you when you leave vegas you're gonna probably go back home and some people will probably you know have covid again or Mm -hmm. taking covid from vegas to back home to wherever they come it's just like crazy yeah i don't know how my friend out in vegas is surviving because before covid he was a he was he's retired Uh but he was an uber driver you know, and well, and, and I don't know if he's still driving or what the situation is. And but people are still you know, going to people, Vegas, like yeah, it's like, they're going like it's, you know, like and they're allowing they, them to go in. Right, they want that money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are the deals like for you to want to go to Vegas now? I mean, the deals. I mean, they must have like three nights for seventy five dollars to stay and, there <laughs> yes, in a hotel, hotel yeah. and give you a hundred dollars spending money. I don't right. know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, rooms probably are cheap. I'm pretty sure they're they got specials and packages right. and all that kind right. of stuff because they have know? so many. I mean, they probably like forget it. We don't. We just need to get bodies, in, bo- here. bodies in here spending right, money. Right, right. And you I was know. just like, wow. All I could think was like, well, maybe if I went to the smorgasbord early in the morning and eat, you know, the buffet. Oh yeah, the, the buffet. buffet right. Exactly. Yeah, that would be something, wouldn't right, it? Right, right. So yeah. It was just—it's just been crazy. It's been really crazy. Yeah. 
Hopefully we can get past it and get a little bit of normal, you know, a little bit. Some normalcy back normalcy in our back lives. In, right, I don't you know. think we're, it's going to be a while. It'll never be 100%, I don't think. Yeah, because you know. it's, it's so much. And, and we have people that still don't believe it's a virus per se, yeah. and they don't have to take any precautionary measures right, right. until they have a loved one that can't breathe and mm-hmm. they experience it firsthand. For themselves. themselves. Yeah, and uh, as far as the vaccine is concerned, they say that it's slower people getting vaccinated that they had anticipated. Right. You, know? so, you have a lot of seniors that yeah, want it. That you know? want it. They said yeah. people are in other large cities are staying out overnight waiting on that vaccine. Yeah, like in Florida, they mm-hmm. had people lined up for miles, and they were only given like 600 at a, at a time. That's all mm-hmm. they had to give. Yeah, so that's sad that we can't get it. But, well, they had the you know. opportunity. They said what they were going to have, but they obviously didn't get the production that they wanted. So mm-hmm. that just lets you know it's a yeah, it's just crazy. We mm-hmm. have a we have a person that's on its way out, and he's trying to figure out can I get eleven thousand votes? Can you find me some votes? That kind of stuff. So can it's you just find crazy. me some votes? You yeah. know, yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? That's yeah, very crazy. Very crazy. You're trying to get some votes. Really hard. To me. That's it was a, an hour long conversation. I don't know why. I, just I like, don't know why he's still. Well, that's Trump. That's why. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. So yeah, he's um. He was on. I mean, they they had all the information today during the day with all of the nonsense that he had going on as far as the lies he's been telling and things of that nature so mm-hmm. and how people are defending him because you still have you know people say he has seven million votes and mm-hmm. people are all just bent out of shape and then they have these stories going around that january the 6th something else is supposed to be popping off so it's crazy it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. well this month uh joe biden supposed to well, Do that's inauguration. Inauguration yeah. this but, month. There's still time people act a fool. Yeah, but they're going to still act a fool. You know, as far as Trump is concerned, I don't think he's going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be truthful about it. I really don't I really don't think Donald Trump will go away and just move away like other presidents do. I think he's going to stick around, raise money, still talk right. about stuff, have his organizations, right. you know. I think he's going to be still... It's trying to be president. Right. It's almost like a money grab for him to see what he, what he can do and think about what he was doing before he mm-hmm. got into the office. He's on the, um, you know, those shows, you know, what was the name of the TV show? He, You're fired, whatever. Uh, you're talking about the, um, that show. That Ugh. show right there. Right. So mm-hmm. that that's the type of thing he likes. All, all eyes on me. I'm in control. We've already seen that. So he's, in, he's not going to let that go. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably try to, you know, spin off and do something extra with it because mm-hmm. he has a following. He definitely has a following. So, I'm right, he's got a following for sure. Yeah, but and they believe in him. Yeah, you know, so anything that he says, they just believe it. Uh, well, that's scary when you believe crazy people. <sighs> think about the craziest Jim, person Jim, in your Jim, family, huh? No, think about the craziest. Everybody got a crazy person in their family. Mm, okay? Well, some people Everybody. have more than one. Yes, yeah, some people have more than one. Mm-hmm. So just think about the crazy ass. The one that you like, dang, y'all know he crazy. Y'all know she crazy. Yeah, most of the and time. And people listen to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can, and you can be, 
You funny. And you know what? You can be crazy in various different ways. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can have hang ups like and stuff like and, that. Yeah, just just your mind operates differently than others. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Very crazy. So yeah. I you know, sometimes I say, Ooh you know, and family a lot of families are divided these days. Right. There's right. a lot of division in families. I've noticed that. I've talked to several people. They don't. They're not talking to their mother or their father or their sister or their brother, and there's no communication there for various reasons. And I'm saying, man, what then? What then happened? Well, sometimes people just don't want to talk to folks because they. It's it's almost like well, if you it's, talk it's to for a family, a man, family member. You're like people. We we come from a generation like when you were growing up, brother sister just like mm-hmm. the whole family just tight. But now we so individualized and kind of self isolate ourselves. When we get to certain places and spaces that you know you may not you may not even know some of the things your family members are going through because they just have this mindset of I I want nobody in my business. You know that yeah. kind of thing. Or mm-hmm. or it can be distasteful. Like oh I don't like her. She right. just thinks she all that, right. or he thinks he right. all that, envy. you know, envy, envy. envy. For nothing. And you're like, you don't, and, and the thing is, a lot of that envy is coming from a place that they don't even know what that other person is going through. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. You, what you present yeah. is one thing, but what's actually going on in your life is a totally different thing. And so I don't think, think people understand the concept of uh, love and and just what it's like to share things with your family members and stuff like that and have right. family. Right. I think that thing is not there no more. Well, with some, not all. Yeah. Some and not all, but it's just, but once you get to, where you break that down and you continue to have those conversations with each other, because there's some people, their family is just so locked in sync. You know, they, they, it's all about family love and family support. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you need, I got you. If you need something, make sure you you talk to me. That kind of thing. But if you don't even grow up with that, and you're if if you think about people being on the just on the grind twenty four seven, and your parents really don't have that type of time to communicate with you, you know that love. You know, you you're supposed to help your brother. You're supposed to help your sister. Are you placed in a position where you are the role model for your family mm-hmm. for your younger siblings? And you jacked up, mm-hmm. so you like I don't know what to do. And, and you know, forgiveness is hard for some of us to forgive somebody. If I do something to you and you don't like it, you know, for some, for me to or to admit mm-hmm. my wrongs, well, mm-hmm. hey Sherry, I'm sorry, I didn't, blah blah blah. It's hard for us to do that. Yeah, some people, I mean, it's just hard. Hold on to a grudge, like, well, you remember in the third grade? <laughs> third grade? I don't remember the yeah. third grade. I sometimes I don't even remember last week. Yeah, but yeah. some people. Hold on, hold yeah. on to grudges like that for generation for life, and you mm-hmm. just like um, you know That's they're funny. dead, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Time to let that go because it it's is. hurting you at this point. It's still it's you know every time you. you see that person, you have that same grudge back yeah. at Booger T. <laughs> oh God! Oh my <laughs> you know, God! Back at Booger T. You know we we yeah yeah yeah, and yeah. you don't even. You you don't even know what they're mad about, what no. they're angry about, and then when and then when they tell you're like, well, I don't quite remember it that way, mm-hmm. but if that's and you can't you can't be defensive, you just like well, you know I'm sorry you felt that way, or I didn't even know you know I crossed you that because that has happened to me as well, you know mm-hmm. people you you like I didn't even know you was mad at me, well oh, that's why you stopped talking mm-hmm. to me. 
you know, those kind of things. But mm-hmm. it happens and it's a life lesson. But, you know, you, you miss out on a friendship when you don't have open communication when you're not. Yeah, talking. you do. You miss out on so, so much. Right. You know, right. but life got to go on. Yes. And you must continue your life in yes. spite of, right. you know, right. all Absolutely. of that drama and mess and Absolutely. how someone feels about you. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, you hate. You know, you feel something behind it. Right. Because that's a relationship you could have had. What it, what, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even like it doesn't necessarily have to be a male-female relationship, but just a good friend with someone. Yeah, that, being a good friend. Right. You know. She didn't so, have to wear that dress. I had that dress on. And like, <laughs> the dress? Really? Well, you, you know, know, you women going to be like that behind some no, stuff like no, that. No, no, yeah. no. Shoes. Look at them shoes. The same shoes I got on. You know. Right. Oh God. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. I bought them for shoes first. It, but you have mm-hmm. some people like that, and you like. Do you realize it could be a, a compliment of sort if they bought the same thing that you bought? They liked it so much that they decided to get it. Mm-hmm. Or and situ- I, I explained something to someone, and they were like, "Oh, that's creepy. That sounds like they were stalking you." But a young girl living out in one of the one of the ha- housing communities. And I would go out, you know, do Girl Scout activities. And she was an older girl, so she wasn't necessarily involved in, mm-hmm. you know, Girl Scouts. But, you know, you never know what type of impact you're going to have. Right. So I would see her. We would talk and laugh, you know, shoot around or whatever. And you never know who's watching you. You never do. So 15 years later, this girl has graduated from high school. She's now working and she's driving her little car and she tells me, you know what? I bought this car because of you. I figured. Oh, she told just, you that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. yeah, crazy. I bought like, a car because of you. Yeah. And I, it was just a Volkswagen Jetta. But yeah. in her head, she was like, well, car and I'm looking for a good car. And mm-hmm. she explained. You it. had a Volkswagen? Yeah, I had a oh. Volkswagen, Volkswagen Jetta. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. You know, so it's so you never know. Whose life you're gonna impact? No, you don't. In one shape or form. And the, the flip side to that is, I had a student, and oh my God, I was trying to figure out why am I getting this. I met him. You know, we were at a meeting, and you know, he's with, has his own kids now, that kind of thing. And he was just, just, just throwing shade, all kind of shade, my way. you? At me, and I'm like, what the. What mm-hmm. in the world? Mm-hmm. Well, you always said I talk too much in class. I was like. Well, how did I think about it? You were kind of rowdy, rowdy. So he was just, you know, snapping off, snapping huh? at me, snapping at me. So I, I, I stopped and I stopped after the meeting. I was like, well, what, you know, what's really going on? You know, just kind of let him talk. Mm-hmm. And he finally said it because when you when you let people talk, they will eventually tell you what they. Oh doing. yeah, they're gonna come up with so it. So he finally well, said sure. that I told his mom that he was gonna be a drug dealer. And he he was, said you told his mom. Yeah, he was telling. Did you? I'm like, no, no, I did not. What, okay. What, what happened was in class, and I remember like it was yesterday because I was like, what? Yeah, you did do that. So in class, he had taken a little sheet of paper, folded it up, and put some little grass clippings in it. Oh, okay? really? And leaning on the table, and he was pushing it to somebody, you know. So, remember having a conversation with his mom, but I never said, I may have said something to the tone, like, he was acting like he was selling drugs or something Mm -hmm. like that. But not that he was 
selling drugs or he was going to be a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. I was describing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And they took it and, you know, may have. But I'm thinking. Took it in a whole other direction. Yeah, but I'm huh? like, I don't, like, I don't, like, get you, make you stop and think, did I tell that woman her son's going to be a future drug mm-hmm. dealer or not? And it just doesn't, you know. I was just like, but, but. Some of his little classmates, Miss Lasky, mm, you don't eat. He correct. You know, they were just, they were just like Miss Lasky. Mm, mm, no, don't, mm, mm, don't you even get off. So I was like, okay, baby, thank you. But mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. No, you don't ever know. You know, because I've ran into a few people that holding grudges from way back. You know, so right. It's just crazy. You know, and you never know, like you say, who you've influenced. No, you and don't. And who you can be like, no, you I did, like you said, I did this because of you. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And that, that and that's kinda, a good thing. Yeah, because a lot of times, every now and then, we need a little pat on the back from, from, because I know I do, because I, mm-hmm. it's like people, they act the people see, mm-hmm. and what they see of you is totally different to what you see in yourself. True, and and it's like no, I do not float on water. I cannot walk on water. Mm-hmm. Um, I can <laughs> light up a bathroom like like the next one. So all of those things, you know, because you know you act like you yo don't stink, you know that kind of thing. And I just feel like all the time. Information from mm-hmm. so, but these are those are. I just be wondering what 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 y'all be on. Yeah, you what know. you be on these days? You know, <laughs> doing something. Like, kind of weird, you, were, you know. You worried about me like that? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, come on. That's what I say. On, I say the on. same thing. Don't don't be so concerned about me. What's going on with you? Exactly. You know, exactly. You know, what's going on with you? What are your plans for the future? What do you plan on doing? Now, usually, usually around this time of the year, people got resolutions. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And they'll start off doing it for, <laughs> for a week, a week or two, two weeks, yep. you yep. know, and then next thing you know, they're back in old habits. Right. Right. You know, and sometimes when I hear people talk to me and tell me what they're going to do, mm-hmm. I just be listening to them and looking at them, you know, cause I know, man, good and well, you ain't going to get on that, that bicycle <laughs> and ride. Now you've been riding since last year. I've, I've been, oh God, it's riding that it's, bike. It's been horrible, on and off, on and off. Have I, haven't, I haven't been doing. I know I could do better, and I haven't been. So I'm just gonna try to. I'm trying to see what this year looks like. I have a classmate, and she exercises every day, every day, 365 you days. Say he does. She does. Oh, she does. And she has that been, dis- discipline. Yes, huh? and she's been doing it for like. I want to say maybe five years. Oh, now. well, she's conditioned. That's yeah, all. That's, a, that's, that's, that's a, a lifestyle. Habit now. That's a habit. Yeah, it's become yeah. a habit for her. So I just so she I probably just feels funny her. when she don't exercise. Probably. You know, probably. most people who do things like that. Probably. You know, so and she lost a lot of weight. I mean, she's toned up. She looks really good. And she's I keep saying, man, I got to lose some weight, which I know I do. <laughs> you know, get rid of some of this pot belly right here that y'all looking at and all of that. So, but I, you know, it takes some discipline. Yeah. It yeah, takes some discipline yeah. to do some things. I said this year coming up I'm going to travel more if I can. If COVID will allow me to go to certain places. And that just Don't the- nobody wants you. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? <laughs> I've been in. I, you fast money. Ain't nobody want Bobby to come over their house. Wait, wait. Okay. Wait. You can't even leave the country. Yeah. Okay. Nah. So you must be traveling trying, in state. I'm talking about. I've got. You got some friends. friends. Yeah, yeah, that's what I you meant. Know, not, not your friends, but I'm talking about uh, traveling abroad. No, 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 no. I ain't trying to get out the get United out States, here. but I got friends who done well for themselves and living nice. Oh, yeah. And who have invited Mr. me. Mr. Wilson, Bobby wants to come see you. <laughs> and I'll yeah. take, take that other room on the other side. The other room on the other side of the house, you know, so. And they got it like that, so. Yeah. Uh, Don't know. even know you're there. Yeah. You come down for breakfast. Hey, come down for. Yeah, hey man, what you want for breakfast? <laughs> Give me some eggs and some, you know, whatever. But yeah, so I said I was going to do a little, little bit of that, or even not so much that. I said I, I might go to the lake or something. Oh God, yes. Yeah, a little cabin or something. Right. You know, right. just chill out. Right. You right. know, and and do try some fishing and some just some walking around and stuff. Uh, for or something starters, like that, yeah. For starters, what you can start doing is going to Oxley Nature Center out by Mohawk. A lot of people, it's a lot of people. I don't, don't even know, know about what, it. what you're talking about. Oh my God! Oh my God! What are you talking about? Explain that to the people who are okay. listening. Oxley Nature Center is um, 800 acres of property that was donated to Tulsa Park. It's right by the zoo. Okay, Tulsa Zoo. Tulsa Zoo, and it's in, it's adjacent, it's within Tulsa Zoo. All right, so it's a 800 acres. There's a lake. They have walking trails, like real trails, like gravel, dirt. You know, there's a path. You need to be out on it. That kind of thing, and it's out in the woods. And you have, you have um, like a marsh, wetland marsh. You have wooded area, and you have the plains. All of this in one area, and a lot of people just don't. I take it you've been there before. Of course, huh? I've been there more than one time. Oh God, yes. But yes. why don't you take a group of us out there? Oh God, for one, trying to get a group of people together. I'm to talking about like two, three, four people. Two, three, four like people. I could probably do. Yeah, okay. I'm not talking about big. Ooh, I, you know. But you know, it's just hard to get people to go there. I remember I had a client. And the little girl that was working with me, I was like, we, okay, we ain't sitting in this house all day because the lady didn't want her, her, her sister to stay in the house. It would take her around. And I would go to, I would always go to Oxley Nature Center. And the little girl that was with me, she was like, oh, my God, I didn't know this was out here. A lot of people don't know, but it's just walking trails. I didn't know. I don't know. Any, I didn't know anything. To walking you just trails. It's a nature preserve, you know, because you ha- you have migratory birds that come there because you have a, a big lake. If there's a so you might lake. see a bird you ain't never seen in your life. Well, huh? yeah. Well, there's, there's a blue. There's herons. Um, heron bird. Herons. It's a type of bird. Looks like a crane. They nest in that area during the winter months. And also you have the their pelicans, they're the white pelicans. Mm-hmm. And I just learned this. They nest there over the winter months. And I was like, where do these pelicans come from? Because I'm thinking Louisiana white pelicans. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the guy that you know, works there, he's like, no, those are from um, Canada. All the way down right. here in Tulsa? Yeah, all the way in Oklahoma. Really? They come in, you know, they nest here and they go back to Canada. And I'm like, it must be extra, extra cold in Canada for them to come. Wow. <laughs> to come here because we think it's cold, okay? So when it's too cold up there, they come yeah, down they here. Yeah, they migrate, migrate in the to... winter here. They spend their winter Well, here. they must be getting in states also like Kansas. And, yeah, and... it's a migrant, you know, that yeah. migratory coming, path. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's really, 
it's real quiet, serene. So I was talking to the lady yesterday, and she said, you know, we've had like 400 people the month of December. They just had a huge spike with COVID because people wanted to get out of their houses and go someplace, you know, open and just open with not a lot of people just being outside. And it's been proven that when you're outside in nature, it helps with you mentally. It kind of helps center you and mm-hmm. you kind of like one with nature. It makes a big difference. So Yeah, yeah. Have, they have, they have trails along the um, – there's a creek. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think it's Flat Rock Creek or something. Mm-hmm. So you have a big creek. It's a part of the floodplain here. And it's, you know where um, the Mohawk um, – the water treatment plant, the water. Right, so it's right, right there. there. Right, right there. You go in. Across from the lake and stuff. Well, it's the lake, Yahola Lake is mm-hmm. with the, with the uh, right. city water thing. But you have the golf course and you mm-hmm. drive around the golf course and where you're making it towards I know the zoo, you, yeah. you, it's like a fork. You make a little quick left turn. Mm-hmm. So it's back over. I know exactly where you're talking. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's real. Only, 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 only thing that was just kind of out of, out of, out of the norm was the um, gun range. The gun range was popping. Were they shooting out they, there? I mean, da, 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 da. I mean, it was just crazy. They out there. They blowing it up, huh? Yes, yes. Think any black men out there on that gun range? I don't know. Probably. Mm. Hey, Marcus may be out there. I don't yeah, know. he's firing <laughs> it up. Vanessa, you know, Mark, so. they're going to be, hey, on yeah. top of that right there. Wow. That that sounds interesting, you know. Um, you're an earthy person. I can I know. Oh yeah. Everybody, hey, Sherry's a very earthy person. I'm, I'm trying to get my stuff yeah. together to go camping. Yeah. This, this, Garden about, camping, yeah, hiking. This, yeah. This, bike riding. Right. Right. Yeah. All of those things. All of those all good things. things, right and there. And it's and it's hard because people, we don't do those things. No, we don't. We Especially do in our culture, things. we don't really do a lot of that. But we used to live off the land. It just it just amazes me when people like, oh my God, I don't want to go in the woods. But I'm like, uh, a lot of people. Yeah, they don't. We don't. We don't. We used to live off the land, but we don't want to go. And you know, I'm not trying to have it. But see, I have some cousins that grew up in the country, and they're like, oh no, we don't. I was just like, oh my God. So my little my little cousin, he's like seven, and he's staying with my um, aunt. Mm-hmm. Which is his great grandmother, right? And I'm watching him, and I just remember growing up, my grandmother. They'd be like, "Don't, don't do this. Don't do that. Can't do this. Can't do that." I'm like, "Dang, can't do, can't do nothing down here." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. so when I'm with, so I, I I took him and I say, "Okay, let's go riding." And so he has a little place where he rides. He rides between my aunt's house and my other aunt's house. And turn around. I mean, like, it's not even How old is he? like three, three, three houses now. He's about seven or eight, mm-hmm. something like that. But he rides, huh? He he only was riding from that little bit. So from mm-hmm. from where, let's say, from where you are, mm-hmm. this this building to not that block, not the stop sign over here. Not Midway. going down towards Queen. Not going down towards just just like mm-hmm. two houses, one and, two houses, right? And then and come he back. Turn around, and, he, and he hit that corner. I'm like, dang, dude, you don't get to ride your bike. But he'd be riding real fast and have to turn, turn around. I was like, okay, cool. That's cool. So, no, that wasn't cool. That it was not cool. cool for me. So uh, I took uh, him on the country, the country. You took block. him on a real ride, huh? That little boy was so happy. 
He's like, oh my God, this is the this is the paved road. Oh my God, this is the this is the real road I'm riding on. Uh-huh. Like, he was excited about that. I was huh? like, baby, I'm so sorry to get you on mm-hmm. like this. You just don't yeah. get to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I it was so funny because I just I I tried to ride that little boy to leave. <laughs> yeah. Go home. Go, go home. Sleep. And go he sleep. wasn't tired. Well, yeah, you know, we got a lot of things going on right now. They're still battling about this stimulus check. Yeah, it's a stimmy. Stimmy. They're battling, still battling about it, you know. Yeah. And uh, Mitch McConnell is like, no, 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 no. And uh, it's just crazy. $2,000 stimulus check. Okay, you know? Mike Mullen, I think he got about $12 million. Mm-hmm. PPE oh, yeah. funds, like PPE funds, a CARES fund. I don't know what, but they got, they got money. money. And Hoff, I don't know how much he received. And Hoff, he, uh, he's in, he's heading up one of those bills. But I'm talking about know. how much money they received. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, if they had to take a look at the number of congressmen who received money and finances. Where their organizations and companies received mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. okay, and you and how much they all received. And then you look at the corporations and how much money those corporations. Well, you know receive. they they've got a lot of money allocated for just some dumb stuff to me, you know, uh, going overseas and things and uh, uh, the Smithsonian Institute and all just some stuff unnecessary for right now. I think the American people deserve to have a stimulus bill like a two thousand dollar. I mean, yeah, two thousand dollars opposed to six hundred dollars because. What can you do with six hundred dollars? I mean, um, when you really pay, think pay about it, pay a car note or a house note, but that's it. That's it one time. And, and then, and then for some mm-hmm. people, that's even it. if you don't have a car note or a house note, that's still not enough. It's not not, not you enough, know? you know. So, so to pay some bills or nothing. So, but two thousand dollars, some people could probably still maintain, you know, or rent for this month. Maybe two months. Two months. Or pay some rent or go buy some groceries right. and do some things to just still continue to live because. More people are unemployed now. Oh God, yeah. Than ever, especially in you know? Oklahoma, because you only get six weeks. So That's right. Cut people off it, here in a few. They're so. unemployed. I was looking at something on TV, and, and John three sixteen says it's just overcrowded with homeless people. Yeah. And they just hate the fact that they just have to turn people away. Let me tell you about the homeless situation. Mm-hmm. Tell okay. me about the homeless this situation. This is crazy. This is so crazy. You have people living underneath the bridge oh, for right sure. down the street from um, the Salvation Army. There's a yeah, I know. I've been down look. there okay. several times. Today, I'm watching them tear down a house. So you have houses that are vacant that would take maybe a little bit of maybe the, the, the amount it costs for them to, to destruct and tear down a house to fix the house up and make it livable. Okay? So they tore a house down. Another house I'm looking at, fire. Because what happens in the wintertime, a lot of the homeless people go in there and they set fires in there. Burn it it up, Mm -hmm. okay? But the house is already empty. Right. Okay, so they go in, they burn it up. So they come behind the next season and tear it down. So right now we're getting ready to see a lot of houses being demolished Mm -hmm. in our neighborhoods, okay? Due to fires, due to being uh, vacant or whatever. Right. You know, they can't live in them and stuff. But they didn't have to necessarily get that far gone. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many of these houses are on the books with the county, per se. That's a lot. But if you could take some of those, we have a housing problem or homeless problem because. We we care more about 
we would rather here's some here's some water for you. Here's some free food for you as opposed to addressing the real issues. You can't put a person in a shelter, a family in a shelter for an extended period of time because they're not going to a shelter with a whole family. Well, you know, and some people become, they become hooked on those type of facilities. It becomes a way of life. After a while, you go into the shelter, we got to be in by 7. They're serving meals at 12 noon. Right. It's, and yeah, they be, it's an ongoing thing, and so it it's becomes a, a way of life. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. But not everybody. Not, not everybody. Not everybody no, 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 there. No. And that's just it. The few, mm-hmm. the few people that do that do that makes it bad for the folks you really – Mm-hmm. Don't want to be there. Yeah, probably have never been in that space before. Yeah, we, we've been we've been taking food down there several times before and just passing out, and then all of a sudden we say, "Well, COVID's alive and kicking, so be careful." Mm-hmm. But some of those people, you know, we had a couple of homeless guys ask us, "We passing out food," and they say, a couple of them say, "Hey, you got any money?" Right, because I can go buy my own. Right, he said, said, y'all got any money you're passing out? I said, no, but we got some food. So, you know, when you're down there talking, having those conversations, mental health is serious. Oh, God, yes. Mental health, you guys. I mean, we it's an issue that needs to be really addressed. And I think more city funding should be put into that and facilities. And we need um, doctors and people in the mental health profession right you know to help these people but when we talk about mental health it's mental like health mental health and you have intellectually challenging you know people oh, that, sure. are on, that are on the streets that kind of thing so it's so it's broad so, yeah yeah but until you if it's a scab on your leg and you don't put nothing on it it's yeah, going to it, take time to heal but if you put something on it it may heal a lot faster right. Right. So, but we just don't, in our communities, we don't address that. No. You can't name me a, a mental health mm-hmm. facility facility that you can take the mental health to right over here in North Tulsa. No. No. We don't have it. And we used to. Well, yeah, we used to they, have a but, lot of but stuff, but you know. You, know so. talk to, you talk to people that were in the profession and they would say things like it would, it would be so hard the organization this organization that governs them mm-hmm. makes it so hard for you to be in business it well, makes it, they make I, it so hard i think if you would maybe if you would take see the issue over here in our community is we don't have a a lot of black clinical professionals who can help us culturally in the mental health aid and, 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 oh, because I know a lot of people. Think about who? Okay, mental health. Mental health. Black therapy. Yes, therapists. I therapists. don't know too many of any any, any mental have, health therapists. Um, Tracy Love Chandler. She used to have. I don't know. I know Tracy Chandler, it, and I know but her. That's what she, but that's what she but, was doing. But it's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot that have that degree. Her, those degree there, people. Norris. I can't think of Norris' last name, but he. he yeah, you're talking about Norris. I know Norris. Yeah. Well, these are people that just a couple of people. Yeah. Sherry. You got thirty. Then I know a third. You got thirty-three thousand people, people over saying. here. I'm, I know at you least know, three people. You don't have a lot off the top of my head. You don't have a lot of healthy ones. You don't have a lot. You got a few, but you you don't have a lot because it's hard. Because you don't well, have maybe a, we should have some people. We need a facility. Maybe we need we should facilities. Have some therapists over here. Yeah. 
to talk so they can tell us what's really, really going on because we black therapists, yeah, black therapists, people that are running, mm-hmm. running those type of sh- programs. Um, yeah, and we, 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 it's much needed. I mean, it's so much needed, not only for the homeless and people walking the streets and but, things, but for the regular folks. Just for regular, just you, can, you people got people snap. making six figures who need mental health. They ready to snap, They're snapping off, and yeah, you know, crazy. And just like say, just with COVID, my crazy different than your crazy, right? You and know? just like let's say with COVID, when people being you know got to stay home with your spouse and you can't stand your spouse, I'm in here with his ass, I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you got a lot of that going on and other stuff like. Ugh. They were talking about the, the abuse, mm-hmm. domestic abuse, domestic violence that's mm-hmm. going on oh, for sure. COVID. I'm like, wow. They fighting over there. I know. I mean, I'm just thinking mm-hmm. to myself, well, it must be good to be single. Mm-hmm. Don't have that problem. Well, and that's a whole other thing too. Being oh. single, you can be mentally just oh god, it's probably just, just baddie as a baddie as oh, and god. trying to figure out what to do, who to go with, what to do, and who to call. You know, because you're single. Creating, you know, death. I'm single, that, and sometimes I sit, single. I'm single, and sometimes I sit over at the house, and I'm like, like, man, it'd be nice to just talk to somebody. You know what I mean? And then you call your buddies and your partners. What's going on, man? They single. Everybody's single. <laughs> you know what I mean? There ain't nothing going on. And it's like, wow, oh man. Boy, oh you going to get something to eat, man? Hey, go get some eat, you know? you know, just to have some company. Oh, my God. But the radio station, we're never bored over the here. Night, you know. <laughs> over here, not over here. It ain't bored at this radio station, no, you guys. No, you I know. got some friends on um I got some friends on um, Facebook mm-hmm. that are watching live, and and I don't know if they can hear me or not, but William Tisdale, he's watching. Tell William to call in. William, I don't even know the number. William, six, call four, in. Six, seven, one, six, five, five, two, okay. five. If y'all can six. hear me, if y'all, I don't know if you can hear me. Lene is in, um, one of my classmates from Graham. He's hilarious. I, I'm sure he's happy. Yeah, you know what? I'm reading some of these comments over here. Uh, Jennifer Brown said, "I went camping back in August, and it was so peaceful." Yes, it is. That's what she said. And then on a full moon, right, right, right. Michelle Brown, we do not have enough access to mental health services in North Tulsa. She's saying the same thing. Okay, we got to get the mental health therapist. Yeah, we got to get some. Peter Benning, he's up in Ohio. Hello, Bobby. And to your your guests, God bless y'all in the new year. You just giving us a shout okay. out like that, okay? You know, and um, we just need some stuff going on. We need a lot of stuff going oh, on. Pr- this crazy thing. Prima Donna Braddock is a therapist. Yeah, her and Braddock are both therapists. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. see, she's over here with us. Yeah, Prima Donna shows every Thursday at I two know, o'clock. But her and her husband both. Are yeah, therapists. we need we need facility. So we need, well, we need something to talk. That's yeah. what we need. Facility. We need a facility where they can go and take so they people. Can go, but they would be an insight. Mm-hmm. So we need to ask them to do a show. Yeah. Maybe some of them therapists need therapists. Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's all good in the neighborhood, and yeah. we we appreciate them. You know, but we need help in our community. Oh God, in the worst way. Oh, we really do. Way. So, we really need that help, you know. Let me see. What you got over Somebody there? said, oh, Kevin Ross said, get them, Sherry. Oh. <laughs> see, who else we got over here? Edna Osborne says, we compete too much for success. You know what I mean? What is success? So that's We what compete she's, too much for success? That's what she says. 
Do you think there's a big competition for to succeed? I don't. I don't. I don't really think so. Well, some people don't want to be happy. Well, maybe some people. Most people want to be happy, and I think there's a percentage that don't know how to be happy, and so they don't know where happiness. They don't take chances in life to do different things. That's true. Don't take no chance. You know, they're not risk. We don't. Risk takers and people that like to sit back and you know throw rocks. You know, so, like it, like if you go to a store or something like that, and sometimes you can speak to somebody. Hey, how you doing? They may not say even say nothing back. Some people are like that. <laughs> you know, just won't even say hello. How are you doing today? You oh. know what I mean? You pushing a basket. How you doing? You know. I was in Chicago. I remember this lady. I mean. She was really, really pretty. And whenever she would come out, she'd only come out. I only see her in the spring, so that meant she was someplace else in the winter. But she would come out, and she'd literally, like, just float. So one day I, I said, hi, and she uh-huh. just kind of looked at me and laughed. Did she, 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 she laughed? She just looked at me and laughed. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So the next year I saw her, and I called her out, and I just stopped her. I said, you know, I see you all the time walking, mostly in the spring. I just wanted to let you know that you are so pretty. You just literally float when you walk. Mm-hmm. So, and she just kind of like face was crap. <laughs> she probably didn't know what to say. Like maybe not getting those type of you. compliments, but you know, just for, and that's just it. People are so afraid to just acknowledge the human in you. Mm-hmm. you know, Cause everybody has a heartbeat. Everybody has to take a breath. True. So True acknowledging that, that Part mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. it's like you know what, mm-hmm. you know, have have a wonderful day. You look good today. Mm-hmm. I noticed this about mm-hmm. you, but some people, oh my God, why are you looking at me? Just some crazy. Shit. Why do you want to be that way? Oh, special needs. Yeah, need that mental, mental health. health you know, some people are depressed, and depression brings about a whole lot of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're depressed and you don't know what to do with that depression. You know, sometimes some people sleep it off. And sleep, 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 sleep. Oh no, 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 because no, no, no. they because it's it's not they sleep it off. They sleep, sleep it. They sleep in it. They don't want to get up. You know, they upset. Up. They don't want to. Just want to sleep. Sleep. Yeah. And right. go to sleep. And some right. people don't even put on clothes all day. They stay in a robe or something or whatever yeah, pajamas. Cold, but you don't need. You know, to. and they just sit around <laughs> and watch the prices right and but judge Memphis and sweatpants on and that's all they're doing. But what a way to live. But it's COVID time. But COVID. It's like COVID this, time. I believe that it is COVID time, but don't restrict your life to the point to where you can't get outside outdoors, you well, know yeah. what I mean, and go somewhere where it ain't a bunch of COVID people, right? you know right, what I mean, right. or, or just take a ride around the neighborhood or do something, right? you know, don't just be locked up in the crib 24-7 and quarantining yourself for life, you know <laughs> what I mean? Quarantining yourself for life. life. <laughs> you know, come on, you got to live. Oh, what a, What a way to live. Oh, you know, wow. when I look at it, what a way to live, you know, but we got to be safe, be cautious, you know, take, yeah. you know, take you your test, go get tested right. and test yourself. And, you know, they got the shot out now. So I don't even know where are they giving the shot at. I don't even know if we're getting them yet. I know they've been getting them to um, nursing homes. If you live in a nursing home, they're giving they're like, getting them. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get one because God forbid, quiet as a cat. So many people in Oklahoma nursing homes got with COVID, so many yeah. people, mm-hmm. but we don't even we don't even address that. So that's why that's why you have 
what you have. True. So, right. True Ramon song. says, don't go to jail. Well, yeah. No, don't no. go to jail now. Kobe's <laughs> so. right in jail. It's in them cells. You know, we don't need for it's our brothers totally and sisters but, to get arrested. But, Please but don't still, go. Even if don't they're go. there, if they're there, it's just like you you have funds that are supposed to take care of people. people That's the thing. People don't take care of people in the prison. But it's just because you're in the prison, you shouldn't be denied health care. But you are. But them them guys, if you talk to, you know, you're right. You're correct. But you talk to people who've been locked up. Yeah. They don't care about you being locked up in there. And That's you could be having right. a massive headache and uh, whatever's going on with you. Oh, my head is hurting. My head. So. But they automatic, but they assume oh, he's faking or she's faking or whatever. But well, whatever they do. Depends on, I guess, what institution you're in and where you're located, but they don't care. They don't like care right about. Now, that's not serious enough. Right now, I think they have like a thousand four hundred and something people in David L. Moss. How, what? Yeah. Four hundred and something people. One th- I think it's. I don't know how many people that. No, I didn't hear about that. That number no, no, that high. But I. I don't know where I saw that. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But mm-hmm. just. Just the idea having yeah. that many people in jail. You know mm-hmm. they're not getting outside. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not. You can't even get vitamin D mm-hmm. just naturally because mm-hmm. you can't get any sun. Right. So it's, it's sad. It is sad. Well, anyway, we want to let everybody know you can dial the number six four six seven one six five five two five, and don't forget to press that one button. This is open mic. Uh, your host Bobby Eaton and Sherry co-host Sherry Lasky. Open mic again. The number is six four six. Seven one six five five two five. So we're gonna take a little break, you know, get things together, and we'll be right back. How to order chicken wings. Number one, find a good wing spot. I know a wing spot, Max Wings. Number two, decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la carte. Huh? What's that? Well, combos come with chicken, veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah. Okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. Have you been to Max Wings? Yep, yep, Max yep. Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the driver of pride. Thanks for tuning Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Toll with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. I don't want nobody else to ever love me. You are my shining star. Hi, I'm Denise.
Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. North Star Security and Private Investigation provides over 35 years of experience to ensure your security and investigation needs are met. Our officers are CLEAT and state certified. If you are seeking employment, Stop by our website at www.NorthStarSecurityAndPI.com. For details on quotes and employment opportunities, call today at 918-248-6592. That's 918-248-6592. North Star Security and Private Investigation. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. All right, we're back here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And that's what we do right here. We've been having open mic. And listen, we're going to go to the phone lines right quick. We got somebody on the phone. Yeah, I think somebody calling in. They, okay. they decided. It's a few people. <laughs> Let's see what they got to talk about. Happy New Year. Yeah. All right. Soon that song gets to playing. <laughs> All right. 918-957. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Everything is everything. What's going on, B? Hey, Miss Lassie. Hey. Hello. This, 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 this is Bill, Mr. Mr. Groove Taylor. How you doing, Groove Zone? Yeah. What's going on, bro? Man, I'll tell you, man. I just had a little old incident up there in a little old store over there, a little old convenience store over there off of a... Not Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor. It's not. Yeah, it's me. What happened, man? It's on. Man, I'm in there, and and uh, the owner in there was uh, all upset with this little young cat, and uh, so he caught him stealing some ice cream or something like that. And just, oh, just making a big old thing about some two little old pints of ice cream. How old were yeah. uh, the, the The guy looked like he was about maybe, I don't know, 20, maybe 22. Okay. Oh, these are grown folks, huh? No, but here's the thing, though. My 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 problem was I could tell right off the bat that that the uh, this young cat was uh, wasn't all there. Um, he, you know, had some mental. Okay. Just uh, what we talking about? Mental health, yeah. mental, uh, maybe like a mental disability or something like that. You know? 
but he's probably yeah. a regular neighborhood, Dale. He probably goes there all the all time, time to that yeah. store. Yeah, he, he goes there all the time. But the, the problem was how the uh, owner of the store oh. was uh, was carrying on about it. Talk, you know, just talk, cussing them out, all this other stuff. Just make it a real big thing. One of the workers. Owners or workers? Yeah, I, I believe it was one of the owners. I think it was the owner. Just making a big old scene in front of the store, in front of everybody and everything. And, oh, wow. and um, you know, I, I, my, my thing was, I said, hey, you know, and I spoke, they said, look, look, look. I said, what is, what is it? If it's my, look, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Well, I'm going to go up. I'm going to call the police. I said, look, you don't have to do that. You don't have to call the police. I'll take care of it. I take, well, he, you know, he, all he got to do is just apologize. He, he just apologized. I said, okay, look. Young brother said, go ahead. Mm-hmm. He said, go and apologize to me. Just go and apologize for me. He said, I told him I was sorry. I said, well, look, just go ahead and tell him you're sorry. He said, I'm sorry. I said, he apologized. They apologized. And listen, that should have been it. But the, mm-hmm. the problem was that the owner kept, kept, he kept right on digging at it, kept right on digging at it. And, uh, you know, calling him this, name calling him that, and everything, you know. And I'm like, you know, and, and the boy said, you know, you're not going to disrespect me. And that just fueled the fire some more. You know, and, and the only time I heard what, what he was going to do to him and all this, I said, look, look, hey, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You're not going to allow to talk to this little distance. And this is a young man, and I already apologized. You're not going to be knocking over no MFs and all this other stuff. You know, you're not going to be doing all that. I said, if you don't want the young man in your store, just tell, you, you just tell him you can't come back at him. But all this other stuff that you're doing, and you escalate the situation. Necessary. Right. I said, can't you see this young man? Ain't, uh, done, he's not all there. And the young man, he just, young brother, watch on now. He watched on now. The thing was, that the owner told him, stand over here. The boy stood over, over there. He said, what's your name? And I said, dude, told him his name. I said, any normal young cat um, in that type of situation, which we, wouldn't, be, wouldn't be obeying what the guy's telling him to do. The guy's telling him hey, to stand over here and do stand over there. And then bolt it down. Do ask his name. You know, he, he's, he's obeying what this guy's telling him to do. Most guys wouldn't do that. So you can you can tell that something was wrong with this young man. Mm-hmm. He wasn't well, there. You know, that's just a topic that we were talking about earlier, Dale. Uh, mental health. We got a lot of that yeah. in, in, in North Tulsa, right? Is right. And we need some counseling in, some, in those areas because when, you know, you start hating on your brothers and just for foolishness and, you know, shooting each yeah. other over bubble gum or something, you know, it's just crazy. Well, yeah. Yeah. He was taking his frustration yeah. out on Yeah, taking, that's what he was. But for him to sit up there and be yelling and hollering and cheering, I said, at first I said, young brother, I said, I said look, you in a, you got a, you in a black neighborhood. All your customers are black. Just about all of them are black. I said you can't you can't keep you can't call somebody out and call them in all these names. Well, you know what? Stuff, I think he was yeah. probably doing that because he lost his son up there. You know, someone shot his son oh, several wow. months ago up there, what? taking out the trash, and they still haven't found mm-hmm. out who shot and killed his Wait son. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah. I have not heard about that. See. Yeah, oh I yeah. That was several Zinzels up there. That's... His son had moved had moved here because they're Indian descent, you know. And exactly, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, so they're they Indian. Bought, they bought the, they bought it. 
They haven't always owned that. And you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, oh, he's, uh, Zenzel died, so he's no longer there. Whoa. So he's been gone, and so when he died, they sold it, and they bought it. So the, oh. the Indians run it, and uh, oh. his his son came here from somewhere India, somewhere in India, right. to work for him. Right. They and his son had, his son had just over. got married. Wow. He had just got married, and as he was emptying the trash, someone shot and killed him out there by the dumpster. Wow. At that store, you know. Wow. Right so um, they've been going through it. So I kind of can see why he's real angry. And upset, wow. and probably cursing people out and He's stuff like that. He's taking his anger out on, on the, the people, community. on the community. And yeah. it, but, you, but my thing is, you, you can't you you can't take uh, your, your frustrations out on the on the on the community that you're supposed to be serving. Though. I think what he should have done is just locked the door and went back on the inside. Got yeah. all the police. You know, but he wanted yeah. to handle. He wanted. To, that's the proper that's way to do it. He needs mental help too. Yeah, yeah right. See, there's no. He's going through. He's Reminiscing and going right. through his head through that dip, it and, just, it just and that just happened yet. several months ago, you know, in twenty twenty. Right up there, and he, and he he told me, he said, "Man, you just don't understand. I, I see this stuff all the time." He uh, he comes up there all the time. I said, "Look, if he comes up there all the time, and you and you know that you, you know that he there's something wrong with him, just don't let him in the store. All this other stuff that you're doing and carrying." Well, you know, a store, like, a store, a store uh-huh. like that affects several people with mental health. But I've been up there before too because I got a friend. He's a cook up in there, and I go in there to a musician friend of mine and uh, Ronnie Balfour. I'm gonna oh, shout hey. out okay. Balfour. He he cooks uh, fish and chicken and all that up in that particular store right there. And he's a good, he's a good cook, so y'all go by there and get his food. Uh, but that's the that's like the, one of the community stores, you know it what I mean? The hood, store, the hood but just stores, like you know. Down, and, okay, you you got Pine, Imperial, Pine, MLK, MLK. I'm go sorry. All the way down to Pine, Convergent. MLK, and 46th Street North. It's the same. Well, you, know, you don't have to go that far. You can go down uh, to uh, uh, MLK Look, and Virgin. Inversion. Mohawk, all of my Inversion is the closest one. Uh, every mm-hmm. last one well, the of Indians, them are owned by Pakistan. You, well, you, not you just Pakistan, pine, Iranians, Pakistan, Indians own mm-hmm. those stores, and they are re- related to each exactly. other. Exactly. And they own those. They, hey, man, what we want, we look at it like, yeah, they'll go oh and make God. money. Well, Dale, hey, we can go on oh and on God. and on, man. I'm so glad you called in. It looks like we got another caller right here wow. that wants to call in and tell everybody a little bit about what you got going on over here. Well, yeah, man, y'all can always tune in to the Groove Zone every Saturday from 2.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. as I bring you all the jams from the 70s and the 80s. So tune in. I got the funk, R&B, soul, and disco, and I'm going to do it to you in your ear holes. So is that that the um, Saturday, Saturday clean up music? Yeah, yeah. Is that clean up music you got going? Yeah, you got that too. Uh, it's 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 a little bit, it's a little bit of everything, uh, mainly from the seventies and the eighties. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to listen to you. Yeah, he's there every you know he be jamming on Saturdays and you know two o'clock people turning the KBO. I got some clean up. I got some clean up woman, some Betty Wright. Yeah, I got some clean up music for you. Yeah. But your favorite is a cameo. I already know. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you like that. You play a little everything. Cameo and some Gap Band. 
There we go. Yeah, right. Okay. All right, Dale. All right. I'll see you later. This is Holler Asky. You take care. B, I'm going to holler at you on Saturday. Okay. All right, Dale. See you then. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor. Let's go to the phone lines again. Let's see what we got here. You know, I'm waiting. 918-408. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, Bobby and Karen. This is Jennifer. Oh, Jen, Jen. Hey, how we doing, Jen? <laughs> I am doing. I am doing excellent. You guys got a great show. Love the conversation that's going. Um, wanted to speak on just two things. Um, thing real quick because I am not a counselor. I think you know for our community, it's important that we uh, start normalizing counseling and therapy within our community uh, because I know. I know a lot of therapists and social workers, um, not a lot of psychiatrists, a lot of, a lot of black psychiatrists that I know, but I know that there's people out there to help, but it's still that stigma that just hovers over our community right now that people don't want to go get help or they run up into the issue of not having insurance to, to cover it. And so I think one of the most important things right now is just normalizing it so that we can get the help in the community. I know, you know, Prima Donna and her husband, they do a great job in uh, helping a lot of the young people. But I I believe, like, if we can get some people together and start rallying around it and just making, like, really, like, creating a buzz around it, we could get some people some help, a lot of help. And the, 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 the next thing, you know, it's, 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 funny that um, Mr. Dale, he called in about the, the fees and the, the shoplifting. You know, I've been, in, I've been in retail for almost 30 years now, and, you know, a lot of people don't see a lot of what we see every day. I worked in the clothing industry, um, very high-end clothing, and mm-hmm. some as low as, you know, children's clothes. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, working in that industry – I saw the same type of shoplifter all the time across the board, no matter where I worked at. And that shoplifter, whether black, white, blue, or green, that shoplifter was coming in to take merchandise without paying for it. And they didn't care. They would take it at all costs. And so what a lot of people don't know is that every single day we're dealing with that. That's something that we have to deal with every single day, people coming in. And with the laws now, with a lot of bigger, bigger corporations, when you come into the store, if you that shoplifter knows that once they're out the door, nobody can do anything to them. You can call the police on them all you want, but once they're out the door, you cannot, you can't go after them, you can't accuse them of anything. Um, so a lot of shoplifters know that now, and and that's a lot of what's happening, you know in a lot of stores. People are doing grabs and runs and, you know, just ripping off stores. I know wow. I faced it coming back here to Tulsa. Um, and, and what's so funny, since I've been in it for so long, I often, because I get out in the community and I often do work in the community, I often cross paths with the shoplifters. Oh, so wow. even just being here in Tulsa, you know, I've, I've had confrontations with girls where you know, they'll come in and they'll steal 
And I'm not that type of person where I get loud with them and demand the stuff back, but I'll I'll calmly say, hey, you know, I know you got the merchandise in your bag. All I need you to do is you just give it back to me. I've already mm-hmm. called TPD. I, you know, I, I don't care. You can just put it down right here. Just, just give it back to me. I don't want you to have to go to jail over it. And every single person that I've had, like, contact with like that here in Tulsa, they've given me back the merchandise. And nine times out of ten, I cross paths with these young ladies in public. And I've had some that's gotten crazy with me and talked crazy to me, but I don't, I don't talk crazy back to them. But it, it happens more often than people like to know that it's happening. And what Mr. Dell was describing, that young man that was probably in the store, I, I believe he probably did have mental issues. Um, but so was the owner and, and how he reacted and, and, and his emotions, how he let his emotions get the best of him, being that he just lost a child um, to someone killing him and now someone's in his store stealing, you know? So right. I get it. So on both on both ends, you know, uh, I, I get, I understand from both sides, but, you know, it's, a, it's, it's happening a lot more than the, just the community or the public knows, you know, and my job is always on the line. If I ever, if I ever try to get merchandise back or, and things go south, I could lose my job. If a customer launches, if a customer launches at me and I defend myself, I could lose lose my job. Right. And so it's it's just one of those things where the corporations they they're set up to where they protect themselves. Um, they don't want to be liable for anything. But they can replace. Like, they can yeah, replace they can. The mm-hmm. instead of you can be replaced. Yeah. So if you yeah, get my, harmed, my, yeah. yeah. I had a really good friend that experienced that. The woman took her phone, took her phone, her Apple phone, and she tried to get it back, and the girl attacked her, and. Naturally, when you got somebody attacking you, you're going to react. But she lost her $60,000 year job because she was defending herself and getting back her own product, her own her own merchandise. So, you know, it, it happens a lot more than people would like to to Because you said mm-hmm. it happens all the time and people are stealing all the time. Um mm-hmm. As it relates to just say investing in North Tulsa per se, because that's one of the first things they say as far as you know, no one wants to no one wants to come over here and start a business or put any type of business in our community because people are always stealing. But it sounds like stealing is going to happen. I think it's all around, go. Or right? All over. Exactly. Not just in the black community, right, but everywhere. everywhere. But we should, it's, like, it's we all around. And it's a hood store, so a thief is a thief, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It just depends on the demographic, and I'll tell you this, and I won't, I won't say what race it is, but I used to work for a high-end company, and the, the race that would come in, they wouldn't come in and take the merchandise. They would come in and pay cash for the merchandise, take it, take it home, take the tags out of the original merchandise, show a ta- like, show, get an item that's like, similar to what they just bought, sew that tag back into that item they had at home, come back with their receipt, and get a hundred and some dollars back okay. for an item, two hundred and some dollars back for an item that's not so, even 
that company's mm. product. That's just too much work. Not with, without, a receipt, without a receipt? Work. Will they bring it with back? With a receipt. With a receipt, huh? So everybody, everybody <laughs> steals. It's just that they have different ways and different levels. I mean, people run the credit card scams, you know. And, and I don't like to pinpoint because I think in retail is theft has no face. So it could be anybody, you know. It could Watched in the store, yeah. watching why yeah. other people, certain people being watched in the store when they shop. Yes, when I worked in Scottsdale, Arizona, like very high end place, these right. Gucci stores, right. there were, um, there they call them gypsies, and right. they yeah, were the gypsies. Yes, yeah. they were the biggest thieves, and the entire mall knew them, but they flaunted it like um, it was nothing to it. It, 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 they would come in, they still, they talk their little language. They still, I mean, they would be still in Louis Vuitton. They, I mean, they were I, not buying, really not, good. They're not buying pretty cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. I, so, yeah. That's yeah. You know, I worked in retail at one time in my life, believe it or not. You know, I ain't always played music. And there would be a lady. <laughs> Marshall, no. Yeah, right. There, there would be a lady who would come into the store, two little bitty kids that she walking with, uh-huh. and she be pregnant, big old belly, but the belly was empty, empty. and she was mm-hmm. stuffed full of merchandise, yep. and she did it for the longest, and that finally is, got caught. That's that's yeah. that's a hustle. It's a that's hustle. a hustle because when I'm at when I'm out in the neighborhood, get up and I see the little tags and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like okay, we got the boosters over mm-hmm. here, duh, but. You know, what do you do? You know, boosters. And another thing, yeah. like I was, because, uh, you know, I worked at one time, I worked in a marketing department for Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. I had a cubicle and all that. And I went, and then, yeah, believe it or not, I had a cubicle and a computer. <laughs> I and was all, trying to do that visual. And all you of that. A cubicle. Yeah, I had a cubicle, <laughs> you know, and I worked there for a little while. And they would take, like, the laundry detergent and oh, dump yeah. the laundry detergent out. And they were putting back then DVD players inside the laundry detergent, you know, and sealing it off and taking it and just up there and just checking out. And the DVD player be inside the laundry detergent, and they would just pay for the laundry detergent. They were doing things like that. We creative with our thievery. Oh, my God. I've seen it happen before. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even, I mean, that kind of, y'all talk about things I have never even thought yeah. about. Yeah. Because, yeah, things, you know, when we go into a thief, a, a thief will go through so many changes to steal. Wow. Just and to that, steal. That's, that's just too much, like, that's too much work to try to, I mean, but that's their job. They're thieves. Yeah, that's they're their thing, thieves. thieves. Yeah, it's a, it's a hustle. I mean, they have, they have the, there's like this um, theft ring that's here in Tulsa. And when I tell you they work in shifts, like, I've you I've talked to I've, yeah yeah I'm not shocked yeah. I'm not surprised I, I've talked to the ringleader and they work like a they it's like a eight to five job oh for them God. you know they have someone they have someone that will come into the mall in the mornings and that that person's go, job is to see who is working what manager is working they get to know those managers they know what the weaker manager is who the weaker manager is, who's going to be paying attention, um, and then they'll send their crew in. Their crew okay. will come in and steal. Then in the afternoon, when they know that the shifts are changing, then they'll send another person in, 
and the guy, he's so good, he'll change clothes and come back. And 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 I know I know a lot of this because I worked always worked closely with loss prevention. So I mm-hmm. would be watching certain things and I yeah. see okay. a lot of things that happen. And you know, I saw the guy out one night, and I just told him, I was like, I just need you to not come in my store no more. I know what you're doing. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, I don't, you? Like, I'm I don't like, know what This is all just, new to me. I, I yeah, cannot. He just laughed. Wow. Yeah. He just laughed at you. I'll be back here tomorrow. He laughed and said he didn't know what I was talking about. But at that point, I said, look, I said, and here was my thing. I said, why would you want to come into a store where you see another black sister that's working that's running the store and you Mm want to come in you want to rip me off but if i catch you and the police are out there then you're going to wonder why i say send him to jail because you now you're messing with my livelihood i don't care what you got going on out there i have a child at home that i got to take care of and when we have inventory when inventory comes around if inventory is really really bad because the way they want the way retailers want you to combat this is to provide customer service. And that's how that's how we always kept our shrink down or our inventory levels down because we provided the best customer service. And that mm-hmm. was genuinely helping people. And I think what I think wow. you asked the question earlier about the stores coming out north. You know, it's it could it could we could have thriving stores out north. But the level of service that one gives within those stores is going to be key. You know, right. that customer right. service that you give. Because you got a great product, that product is going to sell itself. But then that product is going to sell even more when you have an environment of great associates that can come in yeah. and just great say, hey, customer service. We've talked service. about that Great before. customer service. You know, and sometimes so, we fall short wow. in, in customer service. That's amazing. Yeah. I, you know, some things you just don't, some things you just don't think about, and that's definitely not one on my radar because I'm not even yeah. like who in the world gonna do all of that just to steal something. All that to me, that's so. That's well, a professional thief will do so go, it. Go, go to work and go yeah. buy. You know, it, like like she said mm-hmm. earlier, they can right, sew a tag. Yeah. They can sew a tag into an item that they've had mm-hmm. just hanging around and bring it back. I didn't even thought. I didn't you know. Wait, wait. Yeah. Who thinks about I'll that? I'll say this. I'll say this really quick and all day long. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. I'll say this really quick and just uh, wrap it up for me. But um, there, there was a, a story that made national news. It was a few years back. A young lady, a young white lady that was working for Victoria's Secret, and um, she, I guess, one of the regular shoplifters was in the store because, like I said, they come in regularly, and the mistake that she made was when she told the the girl to get out, she included two other black women that were there because she made the assumption that they were with her. And she told them to get out the store. And I think she had just reached her breaking point of the thief uh-huh. coming in all the time. And wow. I hated that it happened the way it happened. She had just reached her breaking point, and she told the wrong people to get out. Yeah, she made right. the assumption. And this woman made national news. She lost her job. She oh, wow. was humiliated. And it, it was unfortunate. She was called a racist. And she she used poor judgment. Yes, she did. 
But was she racist? I don't think she was racist. I think she just used poor judgment in that moment of frustration. But that happens so much. And then the first thing that we would get, I've even been told that I'm racist. Um, and I get yelled at, you're doing this because we're black. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this because you're stealing. <laughs> I'm not doing this because you're black. But I am telling you to give me my merchandise back because you are stealing. But Wait, it I happens so that. often. And and it's unfortunate that she she lost her job, but and you see, know, we get in those situations all the time. It happens so often, and because it happens so often, certain groups of people are followed because it happens so often. And you're you're yep. not stealing, and so mm-hmm. there are some stores. I'm like, I'm giving you the middle finger. I'm not even coming in your store. <sighs> okay, you, I'm you a- have that you have that a lot too. And I tell what I tell what I tell people because I've had to do it like whenever I've gone on lunch and you know I go into a store just to kind of see what what kind of competition we have right. and I'll right. have somebody that doesn't know me because I network with all the other store managers in the mall but if it's mm-hmm. somebody new that didn't know me I'll be like look I work here in the mall I'm a store manager down at such and such my name is Jennifer and I get to know that person but what I tell people is. You know, if you ever feel in that situation where you feel like you're being followed or you're being profiled, the best thing for you to do is don't get loud and crazy. Just go to the manager. Let the manager know what's happening. Get the corporate's phone number and file a formal complaint. The corporate, they're going to handle it. They're going to handle it by either sending you a gift card or they're going to accommodate you some kind of way. But if you file a formal complaint, they're going to deal with the issue. But getting loud and calling security, what all that's gonna all that's gonna happen is security is gonna write a ticket and say, Hey, you can't come back in this store and it's it just comes so so Yeah, because security can't do anything. The situation is ask for the manager, get the corporate number, file a complaint. And and yes. and, wait, and if wait. it's something that you know is really truly like if you if you know that it's like you know how people are I know she has it in her bag if you have nothing then yeah you take legal action you take legal action but okay. if you if you just have an associate that's just doing the most um yeah you you get with that manager and you file that complaint and in the corporate office will take care of it um, okay. if they Thank do not then that's when you that's when you go to the legal side I learned something. Yeah, I, it's good I've to stopped, know. I've stopped doing a whole lot, a lot of shopping for that reason right there. Very mm. seldom mm-hmm. do I shop, so I'm mm. like, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, theft is it serious. It's out there. It is. I'm pretty sure. And I tell people, I, I tell people, you know, when like when you have the boosters, I know a lot of people say, oh yeah, I'm gonna get something from the booster, but I say put yourself in that situation. If you were that business, that booster came in and sold. Let's say you were a small business, and you that booster came in and ripped off your front table, and then you go out and you see that somebody is selling your product. How would that make you feel? Yeah. So I tell people be mindful when you're when you're buying from these boosters. I know it's their hustle, but that's somebody else's product that they did not pay for. That's somebody else's loss that they're gonna have to eat. You know, um, mm-hmm. so keep that in mind, you know, if that, if that was your business. And then also look at it like this. What if you had somebody walk up in your house and just mm-hmm. take your stuff? 
Well, you mean, go out and you see yourself being sold on the street. It's, it's no different. It's no different. So keep that in mind, you know, um, because it, you, you're violating someone else's property, someone else's, you know, space. You're, you're doing all of that, and it's just wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay. Give me a listen today. Yeah, great, great, great. Right. Yeah, well, thank you. Hey. All right. That's Je- hey Jennifer. Well, thank before you so you, much. Before you leave, tell everybody and our listeners about your show. Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, I'm the co-host on Real Life Real Talk with Miss Prima Donna Braddock. Our show is aired every Thursday from two to three thirty. We share relevant information to help women win in life. Uh, we would love for you guys to tune in to us on Thursday, where we're going to be talking about purpose. And walking confidently in your purpose. So, yes, mm-hmm. tune in. Yeah, what's your favorite radio station? Oh, my favorite radio station is KBOV eighty nine point nine FM. All right, okay, Jennifer. Talk to you All later. All right, y'all have a good one. Thank you, All right. Jennifer. Bye bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Let's go to the next caller right here. That's who we got. Area code 918-814. You on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello. Hello. Yes, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hi, this is Mika. Mika. Hi, Mika. How are you doing, Mika? Hi. I'm okay. I went to the dentist. I went to the dentist today, so I haven't been talking too, too much. I know, I know it's shocking. I get it. <laughs> hey, for those of you who don't know, this is Mika in the morning. And oh, she's Mika. Here. Yeah, okay. she's here on KBOB 89.9. And Mika, tell us a little bit about your show and what's going on with you. Well, our show is an infant show, and you may know. So we all know infants need a lot of care. So I'm going to need all my fellow radio radio people to gather around the infant <laughs> Oh, so we can push this show. Yeah, they're, okay. just, they're just getting started. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking she was dealing with yeah. babies. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. The show is a new Okay. Yeah, the show is new. Okay. So we're still learning the process. We're still getting our jelly down. We're still vibing. But it's been a great time. I picked a great crew. I couldn't be happier. And I just want to thank KBOB 89.9 FM Radio for the chance and the opportunity, and he's had a lot of faith, and he's worked with us, and he's been very, very patient. He's now the new godfather. <laughs> That's what she called me all oh, the time. Okay. She'd be talking about godfather. I'd be like, oh, Lord. Doesn't he come in here bossing y'all? <laughs> he, he does in a loving way, not to the point where we know it's all coming from love, so it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I think your show is going to be great. I think as time goes by, You'll gain more listeners and tell everybody what time you come on. We are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 to 8 a.m. And if you've got a topic, go ahead and drop it and let's talk about it on the Mika in the Morning Show. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's Mika in the Morning Show here on KBOB 89.9. Thanks, lady, for calling in, okay? So we had two people. Not a problem. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, no, Jennifer. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah, so you can call in. I mean, people are calling in. I guess they so want all you people with a show need to call in. Yeah, so I've been. Yeah, time they need to come up, call yeah. in and get their groove on. 
Oh, you know what I mean? To get some of this promotion. Yeah, yeah. Dale, Jennifer, Mika. Okay. And that's okay. a that's uh I'm I'm thinking we get some um you know hmm? I, I was I was thinking we get some people from the community then. Yeah, know? right. Well these show I people calling in. People which call. this is the beginning of the year and I'm glad they're calling yeah. in. So that's good. That's all, all good. Right. Well, good. What about our babies with the juice with the babies? Uh, uh yeah. Hope they maybe maybe oh, one God, of them. Like, oh, I told no, I, heard from I told them all, you know. Heard so people all. pick and choose what they want to do, okay. and when they want to do it, it's open mic okay. night with me and you. All yeah. they got to do is dial six four six seven one six five five two five and press that one button. See, I need to have the number so I can write it because I have all my. You should know that number. Your, look, 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 look. Darren, you should know that Breon, number in your Peronia, head by now. All my, all my people from Grambling have been mm, on my Facebook mm, page. No, I don't know that number. Yeah, by you should have been there. I know my telephone number, number. Okay, you I don't know even know anybody one. else's number. Mm, okay, Wait, I have one six four. <laughs> that ain't even it. It's all on the right. wall and okay. it's the wrong number. All right. Well, look here. We're gonna take a little, another little break. You're on the Bobby Eden Show, where we tell our stories our way, and we'll be right back. So stick around, okay? What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson. And you listen to 89.9 FM, Bobby Eaton Show. I was rolling in the car when I pulled up at the mall. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry-out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janice. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Hey, it's Alfre Woodard. When I'm in Tulsa, I keep it on K Bob. 
That's how I find out what's really happening. KBOB 89.9 FM. Hi, this is Abdul Raouf of the SOS Band. And when we're in Tulsa, we listen to KBOB 89.9 FM. What's up, everybody? This is Lester Trotman. Is that Trotman? And when we in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we always listen to... Hi, this is David Pitcombe from the Corpse Surface. And when I'm in Tulsa, I listen to KBOB 89.9 FM, where old school is the right class to be Oh, yeah, KBOB 89.9. And, hey, only you guys can make us happy. You know, we want to be happy. We've been talking. It's open mic. You can dial the number 646 646- Seven one six five five two five, and you can press that one button and get on the air. You know we've been having a whole lot of show people calling in over here. KBOB located at fifteen thirty three North Norfolk here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We taking donations. Uh, we trying to pay bills. We trying to take the youth the Juice Radio Show on a trip or two. We can get past some of this COVID. You know, and uh, Where are you trying to take them? Well, I don't know. We're gonna take some short trips right now, like Oklahoma City and Dallas. Oh. You know, something short. You know, we're not gonna be trying to take them to back to Atlanta like we did at mm-hmm. one time, and you know, stuff like that. So, gotta give them some activities to do. Make them all wear the mask and just go over and be outdoors. Outdoors, you know. So, we're here on the Bobby Eaton Show, me and Sherry. We're here every Monday uh, at 6 p.m., Wednesday, 6 p.m., Saturdays from 12 to 2. And you never know who's going to be here, especially as we approach the centennial of 2021. You never know who might pop up. You don't never know. Who, who might you ain't going to call me, Bobby. You yeah. don't let me know when they come. Yeah, right. Let you know when they come. They're going to be coming. And, you know, never know what topics we're going to be talking about, who's going to show up. Uh, it's just one of those things. Last week we had uh, Kajir Yar, the developer for uh, – Oh, yeah, Kajir. Kajir was here down on Greenwood and Archer, you is know. It green Arch? What green is it? Arch. Yeah, Green mm-hmm. Arch. Yeah. Right, attorney. Yeah, right. Those. That was that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, it's different. When you don't quite see how you fit into a space, and you you're under the colonizer's mind, you know, for lack of a better word, you kind of have a tendency to, you know, align yourself with them That's as true. opposed to the people in the community. I know he means well. Well, you know, the thing about it well. is, with us, is the hard part about it. We don't have the money. No, exactly. And those who do have the money in our community can't unify right. to have the money. Right. I mean, we got some black people got money here in our right. community. Right. Everybody's not poor and just broke. Right. I mean, some gears, I, I mean it's, there's some I, Gilcrease Hills up in there and I out in Broken Arrow folks right. who got some six figures and money. And they, if they were able to get together, we could have a lot of economic development. 
within our own understand. community. I really don't understand. I don't understand why. either. But and it's sort of like you, they kind of sit back and watch what other people are doing, and talk about it, the rocks at it, or you know, just don't put anything into it as if they really don't care. I think so, a lot of them uh, have that old stigma that you can't have success by opening up a black business in North Tulsa. Yes, they, some of them don't believe that, and I've been. Yes, you can. You are right. You can. And it also depends upon what type of business you're opening up. Right. Because, see, we as black people, we just want to open up a barbecue place. And I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking that. But for the most part, a mechanic shop, barbecue shop, uh, a barber shop, uh, a beauty shop. And we just kind of like for the most part, that's what we think about something food related or, or something like that. But we do have a lot of other places. And a lot of other things, but the issue is in our community is we don't advertise. We just don't advertise, and we may not have the funding, funding to, advertise. to advertise. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's an issue. Just advertise, and a lot of people want to use social media, but when you're in certain in certain neighborhoods, yeah. you really need to have different types. Well, you know, you speaking of social approach. media, social media is free. Right. You can just put your business up on social media, and if you advertise it all the time, you may get some traffic. But it's not. It's not the same as if you're advertising like on a radio station for people that people that are listening, your listenership. Okay, and then when you're well, and even radio, right? But mm-hmm. but not only that, when you're doing with a dealing with a radio station, okay, and the and the number of people that are listening, and then you have the time slots that go along with that, yeah. how frequently it's done. Most so, people listen to radio in their cars, right? You know, right. when they get home, they ain't thinking about no radio. Right. You know, you got a few that do, some of the elders and older, mm-hmm. you know, but most people have a choice of media services that they can pick from. So the demographics days. has changed tremendously. Oh, man, everything's on a cell phone. Yeah, everything you is got on a cell phone, phone right there. You got a cell phone right, right here. Facebook, in your face. Facebook, and then Instagram, Sirius XM. Yeah, so. uh, the kids do Snapchat. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's just abundance. I mean, I have to Obviously. do all of it. You have you a know, lot of different Because this now. is a radio station. Right. So right. you know, and we are more than just a radio station over here. So I wanna let you guys know we do a lot of stuff. We feed homeless, we give away giveaways, we deal with children, we talk about gardens, we talk about we try to do a lot of stuff in our community that can help our community do things. So right. you know, if you wanna participate into anything, fifteen thirty three North Norfolk here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give y'all my cell number, eight three two, four four three nine four nine nine. Again, Bobby's cell phone number is eight three two, four four three nine four nine nine. You know, so I wow. I did it then. Boy. Now they're gonna blow me up. You know, Bobby, can I come? Can I can I get a show? Can I can, can, I, can get I get a show? A show? Oh yeah, I get that all the time. Anyway. That's crazy, you know. But that's the nature of the business. People wow. want to do. We got thirteen shows over here. Thirteen shows over here. So if you had to rank them, Bobby, who's your top? Who's your top show? I won't do that. Okay, my bad. Uh, <laughs> no, because some people, are, some people will be. Oh man, he said blah blah blah. He's showing favoritism. Oh God. So, and I'm not going to do that. But hey, I'm gonna give you guys a little rundown of some of the shows. That we have. Oh, you put here. your glasses on. I, I gotta put you so I can about see. Time. Yeah, but you say about time. 
KBOB 89.9 Black on Black Community Radio. Now, before we get started, you can go to KBOB899.com to our website. Again, that's KBOB899.com is our website, and you can see all of this. We got the Bobby Eaton Show, of course, like I mentioned, every Monday, Wednesday, and uh, Wednesday, uh, 6 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 2 p.m. We got Mika in the morning. Mika's on Mondays, uh, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 7 a.m. Two Dog Sports Talk. <laughs> roof, roof, roof. They're here Tuesday night, uh, 6 p.m. But them brothers right there, they be cutting up on some mm. sports. Ah, World One Development with Charles oh, Harper and Damali. They are beast up in here. They like every Wednesday, 1 p.m. You don't want to miss them. They got a great show. Real Life, Real Talk with Prima Donna Braddock and Jennifer Brown. Ooh, what a great show they have uh, dealing with women's issues. Yeah, going to snap it up there, yes, Sherry. Yes, they yes, great yes. with it. You know, a bunch of women be up in here. I got to get out of here. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how good. So they got a great show. Uh, the Juice Radio Show uh, with uh, a great group, a great little a, a lot of people okay. from various different high schools and stuff. Great kids group of children. Of well, youth. High I'm gonna say kids. youth. High school. High school. High school yeah, students. they come in here every Young Thursday adults. night. Young adults. There you go. They come in here every Thursday night, 6 p.m. and they be cutting up. Juice radio show. And on Fridays, we just got the Funky Friday where we just play music and kind of hang mm-hmm. out. Somebody may come through here with some chicken wings or something. Well, look, I need to be here on Funky Friday. Yeah, well, Funky Friday, that's what what we do. It starts at 6 o'clock, you know. And it's some deal. You know what? Every once in a while, I might fire up the grill. Sometimes Uh I fire up the grill and stuff like to put some shrimp on the barbie. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Saturday, the Groove Zone with Dale Mr. Groove Taylor. This show starts at 2.30. He plays, like he said earlier, Oh yeah, oldies from the 70s and 80s. Dale comes in here. Good up. And, um, oh, you know, I forgot about, I, 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 we got a backup. Who's your backup? We got a backup to Thursday. I forgot about Ramal, the hometown heat. Oh. Ramal has a show at 4 o'clock. Okay. On Thursdays, right before the juice show. So is that the veteran show? Was it yeah, it's a show? veteran show. Okay, And cool. you know what? I apologize because... On Friday, we got Health of a Nation with Bob Caddy, oh, Caddy. at 12 noon. Okay. Oh, man, he'd be coming in with the get down. Mm-hmm. And on uh, and at 4 o'clock on Fridays, we got uh, Coupling with the Carlins, a relationship show, a professionals, a couple of black professional couple. Huh? Are they therapists too? Yeah, they, they deal with relationships, that their relationship Therapist. Okay, cool. So they come in. A lot of people look. A lot of people need that right now. Yeah, they need that one right there. They have have cards. Four four, o'clock. I told them. I said, y'all need to get some cards and start throwing them around. Coupling with the Carlins, you know. That's uh, Marion Carlin and Tia Carlin. Okay. Coming in, nice, beautiful couple. Okay. They come in here four o'clock every Friday. Every Friday, and they help you with relationships. Right. I'm not in a relationship. I don't need their card. Someone else yeah. need their card. Yeah, well, relationships, and so <laughs> that's every Friday. Okay. So, like I said, Dale Groove, Dale, Dale the Groove, Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor on Saturdays, two thirty to five thirty, and then after him, 
uh, at six o'clock on Saturdays. Richie Rich come in here. And Who's Richie Rich? Richie Rich DJ. He comes in. And he does a night shift and plays a lot of party music from six o'clock till about nine on Saturdays. Okay. So he comes in here and do that, and then. On Sunday morning, Bishop Melvin Cooper, every Sunday morning, he comes in here, oh. 9 o'clock, and he does his show. Is not, that um, 9 o'clock? With Edgerick? Edgerick. Okay. You know, that's okay. with Charles, okay. Charles part of Charles and Damali. Okay, cool. Bishop Cooper, he does okay. his gospel show, and we play okay. gospel up to about 2 o'clock on Sundays. And then D-Mac, now D-Mac is blowing up with his jazz show. Oh, uh, he plays on jazz on su- every Sunday. He plays jazz from two o'clock uh, to five o'clock. Oh wow! And so he comes in here, and boy, his show is blowing up. People from all around the country are listening to listening that jazz, to jazz that jazz program every Sunday. Because it's hard to find. It's yeah, hard, it's hard to, to find. find you know, we didn't have show. a we didn't have a jazz show here. Well, I'm you know, glad we, we didn't have. But now that we have one. They can listen KBOB locally, yeah, the and they can internet. listen around the, on the internet around yeah. the internet. Boy, people get mad if something happens <laughs> and he ain't on the air or something technical take place. They will inbox and call. And I'll, I had one guy. He says, uh, "Is the jazz show not playing today?" And I said, uh, "Well, we got some technical difficulties going <laughs> on." He says, "Well, okay, because I I listen to this show every week." I said, "Where are you calling for?" Sir, he's in Houston, Texas. I said, okay, wow. Somebody did the same thing. I'm calling from California. Send some money so, in. <laughs> yeah, right. Send me, send some money in with that. So oh, that's uh, D Mac from uh, two to five every Sunday, and right after him at six o'clock is the His and Her Show. Tim Newton and okay. Nicole Newton from the Dream Center. They come in here and do their show. The his and her show, and boy, they got a great show going on as well. They That's are, good. they be you know talking about issues and having people and stuff in here, and so that's uh his and her show. You know, Pastor Tim and Nicole Newton from the Dream Center, and uh, right after that, at eight o'clock every Sunday night is uh, Negro Spiritual and the, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the night shift. The night shift coming here with Negro Spiritual 121. So is he, and, is uh, he that's Negro Spirituals or some old blues? No, 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 no. Don't you know Negro Spiritual? Baxter, I know Baxter, Baxter, yeah. Baxter, yeah. Baxter, no, Baxter ain't playing no Negro Spirituals. <laughs> he coming in here and he throwing down on that knowledge and they have okay. that young conversation okay. and they be just going at it. I be like, wow. Okay. So good show for Baxter to have. Um, Negroes, because uh, they call themselves the night shift. Mm-hmm. Night shift. Him and Crystal Renee, and you know, because it's, it's up in evening time. It's evening time. So, okay. if you can't remember any of that that I just mentioned, go to kbob eight nine nine dot com. That's our website, and we'll and uh, we'll show you the shows along with our mission statements and things that's going on and things that we've done in the community. Everything's there. And uh, you can just go there and check it out. KBOB899.com. All right. That was a little ride right there. Yeah. Yeah, a little ride. But we're good. Um, we've been talking about it's open mic night, you know, and uh, we're about to come to a close in a little bit. We still got about 12 minutes left. Uh, anything in particular, Sherry, you want to talk about? 
You know? Well, as I was taking my ride today on the trail, I noticed the amount of trash. Oh, people throwing trash on yeah, the trail? The amount, the amount of trash. Oh, my and goodness. Like abandoned buildings, like the building on 46th Street North in Peoria. It's an old manufacturing building where the Texaco used to stand. They they cleared that out, but it's the property immediately adjacent to that. Across the street from Walgreens? No, no, yeah, that yeah, across the street from Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that corner. So that would be the um, the south the southwest corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, of Forty Sixth Street North in Peoria. Right. Well, so as I'm riding my bicycle, okay, I'm looking and I'm like... You by yourself? We don't talk about that. Okay. All right. We don't want you so, to be by yourself. Man. So I'm riding my bicycle and I notice there's someone in that building. And, but it's, an, it's, a, it's a vacant building bordered up by the city, but someone is in that space. Mm-hmm. Occupying okay. that Occupying space. Occupying that space. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you're talking about homelessness... And yeah, everywhere. People, yep, and people going into these abandoned build. I can't call them abandoned, but they're boarded up structures, and they get in them, and you know you get your fires, and that's how property is destroyed, and you know the the blight is created. Same thing happened further down the road. Same thing. House was burnt last year, being torn down this year because it was it stood as blight all summer long last winter because mm-hmm. someone had. Someone had gone in and fixed this house up, so someone came in and burnt it up, so it sat. So that house is being demolished today, or finished being demolished today. Go a little further, someone looks like they're just tossing garbage out the back, out their backyard, just down on the. Why don't people just just nasty, nasty throwing trash out on? Them? Because I'm thinking it's a different. But that is new to that space for me because I've never seen it before. So it's a different type of person or people moving into our communities that, you know, just like we have trash cans and garbage pickup for that, okay? Yeah, we do. And you got, mm-hmm. you know, another spot, somebody's burning trash on the trail coming out. I'm like, come on now. You can recycle. Yeah. A lot of things you can do other than burning. Burning. You don't have to burn trash. You ain't in the country. You burn mm-hmm. trash in the country when you don't have trash pickers. That's true. But, you know, just little things. People like dump that. trash everywhere. Just even around here. I just picked up some trash. You saw me when right, I was coming. Right. Picking up trash. Yes, right. Because people just throw cans and they throw wrappers and stuff anywhere. And, and don't care. And don't care. But see, and here's the other thing when I'm picking up trash, when I'm picking up trash, I'm literally looking at the trash mm-hmm. and the type of trash I'm picking up. Mm-hmm. Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, that's Black one of them. Mouth paper. That's it. Plastic yeah. fifths of gin. gin mm-hmm. I mean, gin is big. I don't know what it is with gin, but people like to drink really? gin. Ooh, I remember I picked up trash one time. It was nothing gin but bottles? gin. Little fifths of gin bottles. Every now and then, somebody, you know, bought a, you know, got a liter. I'm mm-hmm. like, what's that all about? But, yeah, and it, it goes in, like, fast food papers, trash, you know, McDonald's. You may have some you may have some wild wings, wild wings. We don't have any wild wings in our neighborhood, our community. Mm-hmm. So people get their trash, throw it out the window. Somebody picks it up, and it just talks about the it, – it addresses a lot of the health disparities that we have in our community. It's simply about – 
I can look at the trash and tell, well, okay, this is what we really got going on in this space. Mm-hmm. So it's the trash. And, huh? the, and the fact that it's winter time, you don't have the overgrowth of all the trees and the leaves and the foliage covering that up. So mm-hmm. now you see it. Mm-hmm. it's It's there. But now is the time to clean it up because we, we can see it and we can find it as opposed to being hidden by the trees. So it was kind of like mm-hmm. it was it was disturbing, to say the least, because I was just like, why in the world are we living like this? Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. get the problem I have. People become accustomed to living that way with, you know, and that's. That's not my norm. That's a lifestyle that they that become a That is not my norm. You know, and that's, I think that has to do a lot with uh, mental health and depression. I don't know. You know mental health and depression, people just, you just, I can't even call it country, Bobby. I ain't well, never seen, it's just like, I'm driving out, look, I'm, I'm riding my bike again. I, I leave, you got your front door and your other door wide open. You don't even have a screen door. <laughs> okay. And people just drive by, look at you, y'all standing in the front door, got two, three cars. I'm like, come on now. Don't nobody live like that. Well, they do. But, you know, that is not, you you are allowed to, in certain spaces, you're allowed to live a certain way. Because people are like, well, I ain't going to say nothing to them. I don't want to get no. But you don't even have sense enough to look around you to see how other people are living to try to, Oh well, maybe I should do that. Or well, maybe it's not cool to do this in the front yard. That kind of mentality. You're not even making those type of connections. You're just doing whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You want it, but always talking about wanting to get out of the quote-unquote hood. So you get out of the hood, you're gonna take your hood behavior with you where you go. Some people do. But guess mm-hmm. what? It ain't gonna last. Yeah, long. some people do, and I guess it depends upon the neighborhoods that you live that you leave. Okay, you're in the hood. Right. You leave the hood and you move into a nice neighborhood. That certain you. certain certain neighborhoods not going to tolerate. Right. Yeah, because they got restrictions and they're not going to tolerate all that neighborhood. So they're going to tolerate all that junk out in front of your house. And then they're going to pull out the city ordinance papers and go. Yeah. Okay. Mm, they're going to take pictures and everything. Yes. Yeah, so they're going to ride through those neighborhoods and look. Uh oh. But Bobby, I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking about picture of the house, find out who owns the property, well, that's find what, their address, mm-hmm. and take a picture of their house, put it together on Facebook, and just start blasting folks. Well, you know, um, I wouldn't go that far, but what you do is when you see those houses, you got to report it to the code enforcement office. Yeah, you do that. And then you do that. Don't and then, and, but but no. the, the, issue, the issue with that is they don't have enough of them to, to adhere as fast to get on it as fast as uh, you needed to be done. Okay, so mm-hmm. you 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 rent to somebody and you live out south, and you have a house valued at least a million, close to a million, whatever. Right. All right, and you got a couple of rent houses on the other side of it, mm-hmm. and they got Confederate flags, no grass in the front yard. Can mm-hmm. I? Can I look? I want to put you on blast. Oh yeah, now that's a racial things. So I'm going because yeah, you, live in, you live in you large know, over yeah. here, but you rent you renting to like what are I'm Well, you know, it you, reminds me of the if Godfather. You got, movie. If you got your renters, some racist renters that you're renting to, and you think you're feeling okay with that, yeah, blast you. So I'm just I'm like, saying, blast you. It's crazy. Blast your tail because you not know? everybody, and I'm not talking about all white people live that way. Okay, no, that is not mm. no. 
No, 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 no. But, I'm not saying that. Hey. But, but you know, certain just, things, certain tolerance is is different. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So you know, um, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't live like a racist flying their flag right next door to me. Well, it was. You're gonna hear about that. Old, it was a big old flag in somebody's yard a couple of years back, but they've since moved again. Mm-hmm. A rental house. So you get a different. You, you get a. You're getting a different type of individual moving into spaces and that that Donald Trump underbelly undergirth mm-hmm. that we hear about and it's it's sad because it it's real it's, it's real, real real it's very real so you don't know you know because they're posturing in some type of way to like look I'm in I'm here now I'm like and oh no you can't but mm-hmm. you have but you have that mm-hmm. you have yeah that. you do but in the meantime, you know, I'm I'm like, look, you you you, you lock, you you got the block on lock, you got the block on the back, like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, all right, cool. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, who has what? You know, that's when your block and your people got to come together, right? But know, but and, but again, fight a, against but in ignorance. a lot, of, right? You're right, but in a lot of neighborhoods, people are so disconnected. Yeah, and mainly. In our neighborhoods, because mm-hmm. things can happen right next door to you. Somebody can break into your, your next door neighbor's house or break into your house and you go ask them, oh, I didn't see nothing, but they seen everything. Right. You know, so right. uh, 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 we got to get. Especially if you live on the corner. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're on a corner. Uh, they're going to really. Uh, right, right. You know. So it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy, but we have a lot of work to do. And so oh, that's, been on, that's been on my mind. We've that talked about it so much. Because it's just like don't continue now, to talk about no, it. now is the time for like, okay, we gotta lock and load. We got you know, we got a lot time. of work to do, you know, and I think a lot starts with our youth and our kids educating them on what not to do. Right. You know, because see some of the adults need some teaching too. Right. They need to be trained and stuff like that, you know. So we're living in different times. It's twenty twenty one and as we move forward. It's going to be a trip. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, we're coming to the end of the show, Sherry. This is the first show. The first show. Yeah, Monday. right. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. Tune in, you guys, every Monday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, you can Google the Bobby Eaton Show. We're going to be here looking for a lot of great things this year to come. You know, it's going to be some great things happening around this camp, 1533 North Norfolk. Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, and I see a lot of you people tuning in and looking. I guess a whole lot of people in the chat over there. KBOB, 89.9 Facebook Live. We're there. We just kind of like all over the place. So that's where we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. We want to be there. Well, today was a good day. Today was a good day. Today was a good show, and uh, continue listening, you guys. Tell your family members, tell your friends, tell everybody. Tune into the show, and that's what it's going to be. So, uh, anything before we leave, Sherry? I I'm I'm trying to be here tomorrow for my tutorial, <laughs> and yeah. um, God willing, mm-hmm. I'll be behind. I'll be sitting where you're sitting. Yeah, I'm gonna let you run. In the future. run. 
see what's going on. See if you I don't can, know about getting a show, but see if you can, you can, you can, you can happen. See what that can do. Give you a break. How about yeah, that? Give me a yeah, <laughs> Give me a break. You I can need, sit over here. I need maybe you can invite a guest. You know what I mean? And I don't even have to be in here. You know what I mean? Once you get good, that's what I'm gonna say. I'm oh. saying, well, look here. She's here on Monday night. Let's share. We go ahead and do this show and her oh. guests and interview her people and mm-hmm. you know and all of that good stuff right okay. there. All okay. right. Okay, until the next time, have a good one, okay? All right. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Fitting Back In is a reintegration program designed to help those released from prison to fit back into the community as productive, valuable members of society. They help schedule various classes such as anger management, substance abuse, and mental health. They also work with different programs in the community to provide job training. If you or someone you know needs help with resources in career development, employment, or housing, to find out more information, call 918-592-3500 or stop by. 2121 North Harvard Avenue, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. The 36th Street North Event Center is a full-scale event center where we share the experiences of the community. At the event center, you can rent space for weddings, birthday parties, receptions, concerts, Greek events, quinceañeras, and much more. We also do custom decor, linen, and centerpieces. We're located at 1125 East 36th Street North. To book your next special event, business gathering or community event call us at 918-200-9046 
hanging out with Nelson. Somebody's gonna hurt you. The way you love to keep hurting me. Oh, oh, Sheila, let me love you till the money comes. Oh, oh, Sheila, you know I want to be the only one.
like that. Why must I taste the cat? Look what the dog in me. Why must I feel like that? Why must I taste the cat? Look what the dog in me. Thank you. 
Oh, 
way she talks and she turns me on with a special concern. Now I'm a different guy and I don't compare to many. But next to her, I'm plain ordinary. Not merely to see the light blue aura that surrounds the girl. Yes, where in the world she's a nine, a ten, a twenty-fifth. She's bittersweet and a taco treat. She's great. And I like it. Just the way she is. Walking down the avenue, always doing something. She's the kind of person everybody knows. She breaks distinction from head to toe. She's my twilight zone, my alcohol. She's my rolling stone, the night of her own.
curtains hanging in the window in the evening on a Friday night. Little light is shining through the window, lets me know everything's alright. Summer breeze makes me feel fine, blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Laying on the sidewalk, a little music from the house next door. So I walked on up to the doorstep, through the screen and across the floor. Summer breeze makes me feel fine, throwing me the jazz under my mind. Yeah. 
Mr. Groove Taylor as he takes you back, 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 back to the 70s and 80s into the Groove Zone on KBOB 89.9 FM.
Hello, this is Charles Harper. And I'm Damali Wilson. We're getting fired up for our news you can use. Yes, on KBOB 89.9. We look forward for you tuning in. We're going to have a good time. we got a whole lot of hot topics. And we're going to be here every Wednesday. 1 p.m. For World One Developments, news you can use. On KBOB 89.9 FM.
You guys, just put it in the bank. I'm trying to talk. Well, we're so sorry. Come on, Susan. I'll check you in. Okay. I'm sorry. What? 